Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Hi, Soul Streakers. Welcome to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. I hope everybody is doing well out there and enjoying almost spring. It's been a little chilly around here in March. I'm looking forward to spring and renewal. I feel like I really need a renewal, a blossoming, lightness and warmth. If you need that, I am here sending that to you, helping you anticipate this. Because sometimes, as Abraham Hicks says, it's like we're getting ready to get ready to get ready. Imagining and dreaming about spraying warmth, lightness, and sweetness of a, of a fresh-cut lawn. Sometimes you can just smell spring. Something to look forward to. Today I wanted to talk about bodhicitta. What is bodhicitta? And why is it so important? I love this idea of bodhicitta. I've been listening to Pema Chodron and her book, The Places That Scare You. One of the chapters is dedicated to bodhicitta. Bodhicitta is the softening of our heart, keeping our heart open as a result of the horrible things or the tough things or the sad things, any kind of circumstances that we have. Instead of letting those circumstances harden us, bodhicitta softens us. Michael Singer talks about this too, just keeping your heart open and being with and feeling all these experiences. These ideas may seem radical to you, but they've been so helpful to me. Pema Chodron talks about when she was walking down the road as a little girl in a bad mood, and an old lady said to her, smile, young lady. Don't let life circumstances harden your heart. What if we did engage in bodhicitta? What if getting kicked around in life made us kinder, made us more open rather than harder? How much more delicious would our lives be? How much more would we be able to savor in life if we engaged in bodhicitta and kept our hearts open? It's only bodhicitta that can heal us, ironically. Bodhicitta can transform the most hurt, closed, dark hearts because it's that willingness to open and everybody loves something. Chitta means mind, heart or attitude and bodhi means awake enlightened or completely open they call it the soft spot really our ability to love our ability to forgive our longing for connection those are the things that are caused by bodhicitta bodhicitta gives us our compassion this is where we're linked with others because when we can open up our hearts and feel pain not only ours but other people's we're only able to feel other people's pain as much as we're only able to feel our own. Because if we're not going to let it in on ourselves, we're not going to accept it from another. So it keeps us distanced from other people, not having bodhicitta. This is what we do. We shield the places that scare us. We put up walls because we're afraid, because we don't want to be hurt again, because it makes us feel less than. Bodhicitta starts with the compassion for ourselves in our most deepest and darkest place. The place where you felt like the biggest loser. The place where you feel the most shame, the most embarrassed. If you can have compassion for that person, 
that is you reaching out for bodhicitta. Those that train in bodhicitta are called the bodhisattvas, the warriors. Not warriors that kill for aggression. They're the non-aggression ones that hear the cries of the world. Can you imagine just how much more effective you would be? How amazing your energy would be? You would be such a light for other people if you can engage in these practices. These are practices. Everything I talk about is a practice. Nothing just happens. You have to do it over and over and over and over again until your body just does it naturally. It's not only what you do, it becomes who you are. Talking about bodhicitta, when we have these walls, bodhicitta is what finds the crack. Where the place is hard, there's cracks. That's where the light comes in, at the cracks. So we are never alienated from our highest self, from our best self. We've just buried it in pain. Then on top of that, we put an extra barrier to shield us so we don't feel the pain. So we've buried the pain, and then we've shielded ourselves from the pain. Underneath is the light that has never left us. It's the light of that inner child that you once were. That inner child that shines so brightly before somebody did something. Then you exiled that part of you because it wasn't allowed and you wanted that love. I pray that everybody finds bodhicitta to have compassion for that person today. That little, innocent, adorable, enlightened being that is you. That inner child, your highest self, whatever is speaking to you right now. I pray that bodhicitta envelops you and that highest enlightened self is able to have enough love and joy to find compassion for that inner child. That inner child is also your brightest light just a bright, innocent, loving child. All of that is within you. The first step is to open up your heart and to keep your heart open and not let life harden you. I think this is an amazing, wonderful lesson and it has changed me. I am using it in my everyday. When I feel myself bubble up to get annoyed, I think about bodhicitta and how can I use this experience to soften me, to open my heart, and make me more kind and more loving because now gratitude is taking me over. So it's a life lesson. It's a practice. And it, all of these experiences keep helping me practice. All of this contrast is helping me practice to keep my heart open. It's a very beautiful practice that I'm developing. Is every moment easy for me? No. And especially going through this divorce. But as I think about bodhicitta and I meditate on bodhicitta, I really want my ex to be happy. I'm using this experience to soften my heart, to wish him happiness, because me denying him happiness is 100% denying my own. I'm using bodhicitta to understand him and his pain and feel compassion for him, to get out of my own head about my own pain, to really be able to understand other people who have been through my situation and stand in that and keep my heart open to that. Like I said, it's not an easy thing, but it's well worth practicing. How else would we be able to stand in the shoes of other people and understand their pain, connect with them, if we don't practice bodhicitta? There's two kinds of bodhicitta, the way I understand. There's unconditional bodhicitta, which is the immediate experience without having opinion, without judging, just having an open heart, an isness, and just feeling love for whatever it is. Then there's relative bodhicitta, the ability to keep your heart and mind open without shutting down. Do I have any other bodhisattvas out there willing to train in bodhicitta? 
willing to keep their heart open no matter what, willing to use life experiences to make them softer and not harder. If this resonates with you, leave me a comment because I'd like to know if you're excited about this as I am. This idea of bodhicitta really goes well with the no complaining and the no yelling Bringing your negativity down and opening your heart, bodhicitta, you're going to raise your vibration through the roof. This stuff is life-changing, and it's just a matter of being committed, having not an attention disorder, but an intention disorder. That's what Michael Beckwith always says. People have an intention disorder. Set an intention to raise your vibe, open up your heart, and watch your life change. It's amazing. Leave me a comment. Let me know. Tell a friend. Send this podcast to a friend. I'll write about this in the show notes and I'll send the name of Pema Children's book. If you feel that I've helped you and you want to support a sister, I've started a tip jar. So if you want to leave me a tip, I would love that and appreciate it oh so much. I will leave directions for that in the show notes. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at jenna.jake and check out my website, www.jenna.jake.com.